A.K.A. The Madhouse, A.K.A. The Math Wrestling Podcast, episode 289. This is your captain speaking, and I'm joined by T-Bone, Slapstick, and Blaze. Wait, what the th- those are stupid names, aren't they? No, no, Yeah, let, no, let's, let's no. stick with the podcast machine, Mike Larkin, Travis Walker-Anderson, and El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Much better. <laughs> I fucking hated it. Dazzy Dangerously, I fucking hated it. They ruined it, damn it. So, what's my new gimmick again? Okay, so we're going to take a paper plate, we're going to cut some holes in it, and that's going to be your mask. Jesus. And we're going to call you a slapjack. a cheap paper plate, too. Yes. It didn't even look like the the good one, like you would pay a little bit extra for that might hold everything on the plate. No, this looks like the piece of shit one you get from the 99 cent store. Did you know that they signed I actually seen this... uh... A clip of retribution. That that was just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, apparently they were even laughing backstage. And they're also planning like, oh my god, they signed with WWE. They already are WWE talent. Yeah. They were just on the next Assholes. Assholes. It was like when, when you have to make your own Halloween costume and they decided to go as Predator, Bane, and Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. And they made them their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as, as for the women, they don't even have names yet, so they should be grateful. It's just me and Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. <laughs> no, not even names. So they don't get Slapjack and T-Bone and whatever the hell he is. I'm hoping somebody talks some sort of sense into them. They're like, are you really going to rename them? Because you're going to kill those ladies, and we could use them right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, so don't be stupid. Don't fucking ruin them, too. Don't, please don't give them dumbass names. So I got to get this off my chest because it's just been fucking dying. Yes. I did the fucking Thunderdome. Yeah, I fell asleep. I fell asleep in the Thunderdome. Not again. Oh my god! Wait, was that was, was that on TV? His... <laughs> I don't think it was. Paul says he was dying to see where I was because he's like, I'm sure you fell asleep. He's like, were you or were you not complaining? I said this felt as much as a 2001 Nitro as anything I've ever watched on 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 a Monday. It was horrible. 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 Can only begin. Uh, this was so bad and now we have to predict a pay-per-view for it yes (laughs) that's Um, what i want to see yeah yeah i'm trying to find positives to raw this week but man even the truth segment was just like what the fuck did i just watch they're in the ocean they're in the ocean so is tozawa dead uh well he got eaten by a shark by a shark right yes so Dude. I better never fucking see Tazawa again. Like, never yeah. again. Uh, t- Tazawa's gone like Alex Kittner in Jaws. Yep. There you go. What? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is... Okay, so this whole fucking thing... Like, I I thought it would be cool. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's our truth at the beach. Or no. 
it wasn't our truth at the beach because it started off with fucking Tazawa and the giant ninja. And I'm like, who in the fuck goes to the beach covered up like you guys? The, the, then they go into the water, it, and I'm like, okay, this is already bad. They're going to hide in the ocean. Because you could do three. that. Because the ocean's not huge or anything. There's, like, yeah, perfect, perfect hiding place. Plus, then you've got the tide. Oh, yeah, it's coming in every, like, few seconds. It's the fucking covering high, up. They're holding on. It's, it's covering up the goddamn <laughs> belt that he's standing on top of, and I'm just like, do you really not find the goddamn thing that you're standing on? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they used, like, a, a toy replica version of the 24-7 title as well. It's like they didn't want to get it wet. I would, be not, I would not be surprised <laughs> if that's all they let Truth walk around with is the toy version. <laughs> Um, no, this is only worth 300 bucks. Destroy it. I don't give a shit. Well, I got a positive for you, though. Look at it like this, because we got to predict this pay-per-view. October 4th is TakeOver. Then then that'll be much better. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a positive. Um, I mean, I, I did kind of enjoy the Hurt Business taking on Retribution again, but the problem is then they go back to being heels. It makes yes. no sense. Because they're f- no. heels against Apollo, Ricochet, and the whole nine there, but then they freaking go against the Hurt Business, and then they're baby faces. Like, they, they literally... Assaulted Apollo Crews, ten minutes yes. after beating up Retribution backstage. That's correct. So are you heels or faces? Make your mind up. Oh, I got something to say. Friggin' Ali and Buddy Murphy, man. Well, that's not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't call her naive. Do not oh, call Ali naive. Don't call anyone well, naive. Jeez. First off. First off, let me. Can I just be a man and applaud the work of Buddy Murphy? Because you're going from Alexa Bliss to to, to Aaliyah. How you doing? Oh yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. Staying in the best lane. Don't blame him. <clears throat> no, the taste is immaculate, this man. Um, and before we get into Clash of Champions as well, also we had uh, Dolph Ziggler back in Raw Playground, and he defeated Tommaso Ciampa light. Ah oh, yes. Freaking, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Ruas, Rua, whatever his name is. Yeah, I don't even know. I was just like, that's Arturo, Arturo, Arturo Ruas. Arturo Rua. I was like, oh, that's my dude. Oh, oh yeah, wait, Kelly. wait, I remember him. Yeah. Braun Strowman. Wait, Braun Strowman and uh, Dabakato. Dabak- uh, what in the fuck was that? Dabakato getting knocked what? the fuck no. out. Braun What? Braun throws the worst punches I've ever seen in my entire life. Like and I've seen like really really fat dudes train MMA and they throw better punches than Braun because these things look like shit. I'm like, dude, you're this big Whoa. giant scary dude. I would just take your big ass to the ground. Like you can't fight. I mean, let's be fair. Raw Playground is run by Shane McMahon, who probably has like the worst looking punches in the world. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, and <laughs> but they the rat a tat tat punches. The rat a tat tat punches. Um, and a final negative before we get into predictions. Selena Vega is looking generic as fuck, and WWE, I'm begging you, please get new music, guys. Please. Yeah. She beat Mickey. She, she beat yeah. Mickey. That, 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 that's a positive. Well, what the I'm... fuck? This thing sucked, too. Oh, yeah, the match well, I mean, sucked, but... Well, I mean... poor Mickey doesn't get another rematch after that schmoz from last week. Yeah. So, here's my logic here, because this is... The, I love to play this game, because this is... This was this is Nitro when the logic thing plays. That's how it ends. There's no logic. So, 
you're fucking telling me that Zelina gets a goddamn title shot by somebody that lost a title shop opportunity the following uh, the past week. Yes. Makes no sense. Well, I mean, all you have to do these days is just walk up to the champion and say, I want a title match. We'll get to Impact well, about that. Fucking goodness. do that. That makes way more sense. Well, she kind of did last week, but I didn't confirm it until this week after she beat Mickey. Man. Whatever, it was Nitro. <laughs> Not in a good one. All right, now, while we're on the topic of Selena Vega, we're obviously going to be kicking after that match because for some reason, even though Lucha House Party have a match, Asuka and Selena Vega is on the damn pre-show. Yep. For the Raw Women's the Championship. Fuck? Yeah, you did, they said it on Raw that that match is going to be on the kickoff. Did you not hear the part when I said I fell asleep? <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I didn't know what part of Raw you fell asleep. I thought maybe you woke the back whole part of it. Up. Yeah, well, this was pretty late on, so I would assume you missed this bit. And I got the and I got the early fucking version. I'm sitting here at like six twenty, falling asleep. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. It's okay. not because it was late. It was because the show was that bad. Uh, I will kick it off by saying Asuka retains. She fucking better. Asuka lock. Zelina Vega taps out. Asuka for the win. <clears throat> Travis. She beats her in thirty seconds. Oscar wins. Let's go. Travis. Yeah, I'll go Oscar. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm glad so, Zelina's getting like an actual wrestling run, but I don't see her beating Asuka at all. No. Hell no. Hell no. No reason for it. Oh, no. Uh, okay. On to the main show. Whoa. Uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championship possibly kicking off the main card. Cesaro and Shinsuke versus the Lucha House Party. We don't know which members. It's Kalisto, Grand Matalik, and or Lince Dorado. I got to go Cesaro and knock, knock, knock it on heaven's door, Shinsuke Nakamura, to retain the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I mean, because there's dissension among the Lucha House Party with Kalisto and Natalika and Lince Dorado. So I think there's going to be some type of schmaz and Cesaro and Nakamura retain. I'm going to be Moses. They better. Fucking AI. <laughs> they better. Shit. This is like one of these things where it's like, okay, you guys are doing it just for the sake of doing it. Get these guys out there and give them some fucking shine. I mean, personally... I think it's time to fucking give Lucha House Party some, like, you know, legitimacy. And you're fucking giving these belts around like goddamn hotcakes. So might as well put put them on these guys for a couple of weeks. You're going to have another pay-per-view in a fucking month, are you not? And I don't mean to cut you off, man, but I look at it like this. What other tag team are they going to face? I mean, Heavy Machinery is too busy feuding with friggin' Miz and Morrison and Miz getting his friggin' oh, undies God. and everything stripped, man. Way to kill Otis, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking buried him dead. And I'm like... I don't even want to watch SmackDown. It, He's t they're talking about don't. lawyers. It uh and uh, it still doesn't compare to Steiner stripping Triple H. No, from the friggin' <laughs> yes, from the friggin' <laughs> pose down, yes. Uh, you know what? I'd rather that than any of this other fucking crap. That's going you know on. what? I never thought I'd say this. I'd rather watch Triple H and Scott Steiner at the Royal Rumble of three than any Raw than what I friggin' watched last week, man. And I hated Triple H and Scott Steiner at the Royal Rumble of three, Dazzy Dangerously. Yeah, the, the the feud had potential, but the matches were dog shit. The matches were shiznit, and then friggin' Scott Steiner's not even on WrestleMania. Then what happens afterwards? Before the feud would test, let's put him on Sunday Night Heat to take on Rico. And and, and the hype packages were great too. Yes. And if, I mean, when you have Evanescence bring me to life, and when you have Falling Apart by a Trust Company, hello. Okay, so. All about it. 
Are you Moses? Are you going with Cesaro and Nakamura or Lucha House Party? Yes, Cesaro and Nakamura. Okay. Travis. Uh, <clears throat> why not though? A swerve ball in there, and I'll go uh, Lucha. Oh shit! You know what's gonna happen now? They're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, right. If they win. I'm gonna pop like a fucking ten year old. <clears throat> yeah, Cesaro and Shinsuke definitely need to, especially after that bullshit loss to Street Profits. Right. They bring the swag like nobody can. I mean, they're on their home turf, man. You got to have the Street Profits win, fam. And on, on that note, we'll stick with the Street Profits. They also defend their ah. Raw Tag Team Championships against Andrade and Gaza. I'm tired of this goddamn match. I mean, are they breaking up or not? I don't know. We, we do kind of need the tag teams right now. Yeah, um, I'm actually really surprised they didn't just go with Umberto and... Dominic. Dominic. <laughs> Why not? I was going to say, like, that seemed like a good team. When I saw them, I was like, hey. Well, they were the only team in the match like who it. don't have any beef with each other. Yeah, that. That's, uh, I was just going to say. Like, like Seth the only team that's actually going to work with each other. Yeah, they were the only babyface team, so you can have the babyfaces go I mean, against the babyfaces. Last week, Rollins walked out on Murphy. Well, uh, this week. And then last week, Andrade walked out on Gaza. So, I'm surprised they went with them to win. But anyway... Don't get I it. I digress. Thank you. So, I guess Zelina loses the match against Asuka and then decides to go back to being a valet and helps them win the tag team titles. I'm going with them because I'm bored to fuck of Street Profits. Moses? Uh, I'm thinking the Street Profits are going to retain, but yeah, I'm sick and fucking tired of it too. Let's crown some new champs and let's fucking switch it up. Not that yeah, I was ever a fan of Street Profits anyway. Fam. <laughs> I don't mind him. I think Montez Ford is a dude that can legitimately be on his own, like, today. But other than that, like, they're kind of like, whatever. Travis? Uh, Street Profits. I mean, the day Montez ate too many edibles and then decided to get in the ring, I kind of, like, was like, dude, you should be smarter than that, bro. <laughs> Uh, you know what it is, too? Because they beat them at SummerSlam, I'm thinking that we're going to get a title change here, but I'm not entirely sure. I mean, what are we right now? Are we kind of like split half and half between this these two for this match? Uh, yeah. All right. Hold on. Now I got to gotta think. All right. Uh, well, know? at the same time, you got to think that mothers really don't count. <laughs> hey, man, we're happy to include you. So, anyway, as I was saying, I'm going to go Andrade and Angel Garza to win the Raw Tag Team Championships. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, fam. Fam. And, I mean, that's the thing. It's just because they just lost. And maybe something's going to happen where it's like, you know, I don't know, Zelina gets involved after losing Oscar, like you said, or something happens that they win. A schmoz. It's got to be a schmoz. Or one of Garza's 102 women could come down and help. The Bachelorette chick will help him out. Yeah, she's going to screw the Street Profits. <laughs> exactly. Up your uh, nose with a rubble with this rose. All right, Hans, you, you brought up Angel Garza, or we're talking about Angel Garza. So yes. go back to the Thunderdome where I was partially asleep and partially not. There was a part of it where, like, during commercial breaks, you'd actually hear from random superstars. They'd show up and apparently look at a screen that could see a bunch of different faces. And this guy, like, shows up, and he's like, oh, hey, I'm looking for all of the ladies. And I'm just, like, yelling into the screen, I saw you get married. 
And my wife was like, what are you fucking yelling about? I was like, this fucking guy, he got he got engaged on fucking TV. NXT. Like, what the fuck? This guy is a whore. Man, whore, central. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like we said, when as soon as you leave NXT, Will Smith's there waiting with the neuralizer. Yep, right? sorry. Click, here come the men in black. Bro. You know what? Let's just stick with the tag team championships. I definitely see a title change in this one. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defend against the Riot Squad. Huh. Ruby and Liv are on a hot streak. They got to win. Plus, yeah, let's plus face fucking it. Fucking Nia. Shayna. Shayna, thank you. Seltra. I can't even say their name. It's too early in the morning. <laughs> like they, <laughs> they hate each other as it is. So Yeah, they're dysfunctional. And I, Ruby and Liv are on the best terms they've ever been. There you go. So with that, let's go for a title change. Travis, Riot Squad or Nia and Shayna? Uh, Nia and Shayna. All right, we got to retain them, Mike. Oh, my goodness. Now, they just won these bad boys. They just won these suckers. Yeah, but um, WWE like to do hot potatoes. I know. They're like the Wiggles. They like the hot potato, hot potato. So, <laughs> this particular one. Yes, I did. Now, <laughs> this particular one, the dysfunction at the junction, if you will, does seem to happen a lot, but I think they're going to be on the same page. Somebody's going to slip up on the Riot Squad. It may be Ruby, maybe Liv, but I think Nia and Shane are going to retain on this one, and then we'll probably have another match at Hell in a Cell in October. Woohoo. Nia and Shane are to retain. Yeah, which uh, apparently was it Sasha that confirmed there's going to be a Hell in a Cell pay per view? Even though WWE haven't confirmed it, I believe so. Yes, and WWE hasn't even confirmed yet. Oh yes, yeah, I it's got to be Sasha and Bailey, obviously. Woo! Uh, speaking of Bailey, speaking of Bailey, yes, nice segue. She is defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Nikki Cross, and I don't think we need to delve too much into this one because Nikki's always the bridesmaid. All right. I gotta say, Bailey retains because, and then afterwards, Sasha attacks her, set the match. But I see in this one, Alexa Bliss and her. Abigail-like trance from The Fiend somehow screws Nikki Cross and yes. Bailey retains. I see that, yeah. So is she possessed or what's going on around here? She, it's, I guess she's possessed. It, it's kind of like Festus with the with the bell. If she, if she hears a bell in her head, she just turned into a trance. And this one is if she hears the name The Fiend, she goes batshit crazy. Uh, she just starts sticking her tongue out. Well, well she does do the Sister Abigail very well, by the way. Yeah, she's not gonna very, smooth. That's sweet. very smooth. Very smooth. It's almost, it's almost like Kane. You just go, May 19th. May 19th. It's happening again, Kane. Or if you're Big Show, it's May 13th. Yes. <laughs> oh, don't remind me of that, man, because here's it's the thing. Unforgettable. I remember. Yo, when Luke, Luke Gallows was freaking talking about being the imposter Kane, and he, I remember him, he was talking about it in the interview, right? And he goes, Yeah, you know, the gimmick's not working. It's not nothing you anything is, but people don't get it. And he goes, You think? Oh, that's such donkey dick as well. Did he came out with the bad wig? He, he was a lighter version of an original Kane. Then they had that match at Vengeance, and nobody gave two squirts of piss about. And then they had the end. Of, the next night, it was done. And the lifts were obvious. Yes, he's not quite as tall as Kane. No, he is not. I mean, even Kane wore lifts back in the day because he—I don't think he's yes. as tall as the Undertaker. No. It's just, it was horrible, and the fact that they had that go on was just ridiculous. Because I remember as a friggin' 14-year-old watching that friggin' on TV, and I'm like, 
Because, you know, they had they played it up for weeks with the voices and stuff, and the mask was on the Tron. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I see this come out, and I'm like, there are two fucking canes? Well, this is not like Undertaker and Undertaker, Leslie Nielsen, 94. This is just way worse. Yeah. Nothing will ever beat The Undertaker and The Undertaker from 94. I saw him coming down the slide. There it is. There it is. Um, Travis? Bailey or Nikki? I would love Nikki to win, but Lord knows that ain't gonna fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> it it always seems just to be the the bad time for Nikki to challenge as well because you know she's not gonna win because there's always something going on with the women's champion. So unfortunately, another failure. Another L. Another L. I don't want to say failure. Another L for Nikki Cross. Put it in the L column, Dazzy Dangerously. So how she's long have you used to the L's? What's up? I said she's how unfortunately long? used to those L's. Go ahead. Not you, Travis. Oh. <laughs> how, how, long has, how long has uh, how long Bailey has Travis? How long has Bailey been champ? Well, she won it at Money in the Bank. Yeah, and she then is has the longest reign, and it's currently, I think, 400-something. Uh, oh, no, 347. Wow. Damn. Almost a year. Yeah. She She's almost at that um, Norris title reign of yours, Mike. That is true. That is true. Not the second one, the first one. That was just, just, just shy I'm of a year. It. I'm rounding it up. Rounding it up. <laughs> Estimations. Regulations on that motherfucker. Yep. Uh, we have the United States Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Crews. I mean, I can see why this oh, isn't on. on the pre-show because obviously you hurt business are pretty hot right now. Oh, come on. You you know it, man. Bobby Lashley. Got to retain. Bobby Lashley got to win. Bobby Lashley got to win, damn it. The Bobby Lock. With the Bobby Lock, the Hurt Lock, whatever the hell the they were call it this week. What the fuck name are they calling it this week? It was like the Hurt Lock, then it was like... Don't the you name it the Bobby Lock. Bobby Lock? <laughs> what the hell is it called now? Hold on a minute. That's going to bug me, because what the hell is it called? It this is, it's the Hurt Lock. Yeah, the Bobby, Bobby Lock. Bobby Lock. It's a goddamn Master Lock. I'm sure. uh, it well, it's, two weeks ago, it was the Full Lashley. The Full Lashley, yes. It sounds like the Full Monty. Oh, God. Hey, as long as it's not when they made Jeff Hardy use the twist of, uh, not the twist of fate, the twist of fury for that one fucking week. I, I kind of like that. It's not uh, bad. Okay, here's the thing. I agree with what Travis is saying. It's not bad, but, you know, it's the twist of fate. Everybody knows that's the twist of fate. The twist of hate made sense in TNA because he was a heel. And you know what I'm saying? The Antichrist. That made sense. Yeah, twist but of fury. he also modified the move a little bit. All right. Well, I mean, towards the end of his tenure in 2003, he kind of did like that reverse of fate, as they called it. You know, like kind of like a neck breaker reverse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. Okay. Anybody else with La- uh, Lashley? Yeah, Lashley. Lash. He'll retain. Uh, I'm down with Lash. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. What well, we got left? Uh, yeah, we're, we're we're literally going up and doing each like counterpart title. So Intercontinental Championship Triple Threat Ladder Match: Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Sami Zayn should be pretty insane. Winner takes all. Winner takes all. Yeah, two titles that are the same title, but there's three people in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fresh. Um, oof, I don't know which way to call it. Jeff, maybe. 
I really don't know. I mean, not that I pay that much uh, attention to SmackDown anyway. But actually, you know what? It'd be great if Sami Zayn did, like, <laughs> confirm that he's the official IC champ after so much time he's away. He's been saying that. He's been saying that. Fuck it. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. Yay, <laughs> attaboy. <laughs> All right, Moses. I'm I'm hoping for Sami Zayn, too. Travis? I never bet against Jeff Hardy. True. <laughs> Just so because. Uh, yeah. I, I, I got a guy's name tattooed on my arm. I got to go with Jeff. <laughs> That's loyalty right there. You cannot deny the loyalty. You can't, you know what I'm saying, man? You can't go against the loyalty. But yeah, no. I think for me, because you're going to see some insanity, I'm sure you're going to see Jeff jumping off the ladders the whole nine. I'm going to say Jeff retains in this one, too. Yeah. Also, yeah. um, also on on the 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 retro show, the retro, well, the one the Monday uh-huh. Night Watch show, I nearly died when you brought up Jeff Hardy doing the Swanton Bomb and how differently he does it now. Like, yes, he used to do the little flip right at the last second. Now he just pancakes him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh hey, look at me, I can do. Bam! Oh, I kind of hit you with the senton. Oh, last second, no big deal. Now he's just fucking. <laughs> Oops, sorry, bro. <laughs> okay, that takes us to the two world title matches. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton in an ambulance match. Uh, oh. Both of them apparently have fractured jaws. Well, they didn't actually say Randy had a fractured jaw, but he was out last week after free kick to the head as well. So, Fractured jaw. Yeah. You get a broken jaw. You get a broken jaw. You get a broken jaw. It's the Oprah of fractured jaws. I think the last match they had would have been a perfect time for Randy to take title number 14 but this one because it's a gimmick match as well uh, and because Drew was the first one that got injured out of the two of them I'm going with Drew to retain again Moses now I really want Drew to retain in this one but I feel like I'm in that group of like, well, who's next then? Who's going to be next for Drew? Because I don't really see nobody. I mean, I know Survivor Series is coming up, and that's meant to be like the, you know, champion versus champion versus champion thing. Maybe, who knows? We'll see. Maybe, yeah. But, oh, God. Um, fuck it. Give it to Randy. Okay. Travis? Yeah, I'll go Randy, too. I heard a rumor that uh, Randy's supposed to win, and then at Survivor Series, there's going to be a champion versus champion. So it'll be like Randy versus uh, Roman, and then, but it's going to be a winner take all match. Oh, no. No. That's, what, uh, that's the rumor I've heard. Now, 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 there, Trav. You know what you say about rumors. Everybody's just going to start yelling at Dale, Dave Meltzer again. The only titles they need to unify are the men's tag team. Facts. Mike, who are you going with? Make your, okay. your itty-bitty fucking tag division <laughs> one half-decently sized tag Itty-bitty little bitch. Itty-bitty little bitch. Yep, exactly. <laughs> okay. So since, like you stated, as since Drew McIntyre won at SummerSlam, and the fact that it's now an ambulance match, and also we have a Hell in a Cell coming, I think we're going to see part three in Hell in a Cell. So I'm going to say Drew McIntyre retains here, and Randy wins in the Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that would be more ideal. 
uh, it fits perfectly with his new killer gimmick too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so probably the main event, and I never thought I'd say these words: Jey Uso challenges for the Universal Championship against Roman Reigns, who apparently is finally, after five years, gonna debut new attire and music. All right, about time. He says he's gonna wrestle shirtless, and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, well, all the female wrestling he fans did. had a meltdown. Well, he did back in the day, Leaki, and when he was first in NXT as the friggin' like you know free agent wearing the watch and the, and the whole suit, the whole nine. Yeah. Uh, just don't. You come have out to watch old school. Don't yeah, come you out gotta in watch white shorts. Exactly, <laughs> you gotta watch old school Roman Reigns before he got onto the main roster when he had the watch and the and he was being all heelish. He was actually very good. Where he was like trying to be the Rock, but not the Rock. Yes. Hmm. Uh, foregone conclusion, I think. Roman to retain. Roman, Roman Reigns. So, so I, I, I talked about the big cuz. He, he's actually stated he, he'd be willing to come back and face him at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, Rocky also said it would make sense. Yep. So, I mean. I'm down. Uh, Jay's got to be at coming back point, soon, right? He got injured at Mania. Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy, yeah, not Jay. My bad. Is he is he hurt or was it more of the issues? I think it was a combination of both, but he did hurt his knee in the ladder match. Okay, I was about to say I wasn't sure if it was that or heaven forbid more of the the DUI and. <laughs> no, but, he got. Oh no, here it is, right here. Yeah, he had a knee injury in the where he got put through the table. He's out for six to nine months. Okay, Ooh. so May, June, July, August, September, October, November. All right, so he could be back like Rumble. Yep. Oh, okay then. Well, that still plays into, you know, Roman blazing through the family. Mm-hmm. And that would kind of build towards the road to WrestleMania for The Rock. Okay, I'm down with that. I'm cool with it. It, it The story writes itself, but yeah, this too, it's going to be a very good match, but I got to yeah. go, uh, obviously, Roman. Get a, get a couple more matches out of Jay and then turn to Jimmy. That makes sense, and then after you go through Jimmy, go to... The Rock, and that sets up the WrestleMania match. And then have a match with Little Jimmy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, or have have a match with the with the big little cousin Naya. No. Yes. Spear that ass. I was just spear that ass. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I was like, imagine him just like spearing her right in the front of the Rock, like what in the fuck? Oh, that'd be. Oh, sweet. And we're all screaming, hell yeah! <laughs> that'd be you guys sweet. Powerful, but I love it. It's my yard, bitch. Oh, there it is. It writes itself, Dazzy. It writes itself. And that is Clash of Champions. Woo. So congratulations to Alexander Rowan. Maybe we'll find out his identity soon, and hopefully it won't be as laughable as Retribution. Uh, I doubt that. <laughs> there is no match in the Promo Bowl this week because you have been voting all week to give someone a second chance. That person will face Moses next week. And it's time for the results, so without further ado, that person getting a second chance is... Cypher, Corey Coulter. Oh, okay. Fresh matchup, Moses. You both have never faced each other. Uh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I will say this very quickly, just to, to already, I guess, boast my own ego. The best thing I've seen this guy do was hit Trav in the face with a chair. (laughs) 
and I'm still <laughs> surprised that he won that one. So if, if I think he squeaked by in that one and I'm out here shooting, let's see. Let's see if I am in his nightmares just as much as the as the demon or what? How does he say it? The, no, the demon. Demonus. The demonus. And I'm like, the demonus. Like, that's not, first of all. Oh yeah, oh yeah the demon. Get your twang right, man. It's not the demonus. It's the demonus. Demonus. Whatever. Demonus. I got. I got. I got to figure out my redneck side when I when I cut this promo <laughs> like I like I did on Trav way back in the day with the you know <laughs> North Carolina man, you know whatever. I'm, and when he says he hit him in the face with a chair, he hit him in the face with a chair. He literally hit him in the face with a chair. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, that was the best part of his whole promo. That shit sucked. Hey, man. I'm just going to say this right it, now. That's one of my favorite belts. But, dude, head on fucking collision. He went right for your dome piece. It was one of those moments as well where I, where I, I could literally hear Jim Ross in my head going, Oh, he tried to get his hands up there to block it. Yes. You know what you did? You did an I, RPG. I, the, the thing with it is, like, we were going to try to, you know, it, we did it in just one take. And the second I turned around, he was just right there and scared the shit out of me. So that was like <laughs> my like legit reaction was just and I just threw my hands up way too high. But the thing about it though, I would rather take another chair shot than another chop from that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, the chops. That's fine. I'll chop it. Chop it out like Ishii and Suzuki. <laughs> he's got some monster hands, man. By the way, you did do kind of like an RVD with that chair shot because as you guys remember back in the day and still almost to this day, Rob Van Dam took a lot of unprotected chair shots, did not get his hands up, always just right aiming for the dome. You know what? You just made me think of something. If I knew how to superimpose like video just bodies, I I would re-edit that chair shot and then just have fucking (laughs) Katie Forbes just come on screen. Hey. No, don't you goddamn dare do that, man. When you come for the king, you best not miss. Max Wilson presents Promo Series 5, Enemy Lines, November 19th. Go to maxwilsonuk.weebly.com for more information. Well, if you're the shape, show me something. Maybe a couple of years ago I could have. But look at that. Steady as a rock. Yeah, but I cut promos with this hand. Hey guys, this is Brittany Savage and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. <laughs> and Hell to the top. That is a segue into Impact. But first of all, my sponsors. I'm glad you segue to Impact because I have one very quick thing to say. Yes. And that is, uh, God bless Sammy Callahan. Yes, yes, for pile driving her on her dome. Thanks. I saw that whole thing while we were ranting about the thing I fell asleep for. And I was just like, first off, she sold it like a champ. Good for her. 
and it's about goddamn time. This is the thing, as 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 Micah said, she she's not a bad athlete. It's just that no. whole fucking gimmick. It's I'm gonna twerk. I'm Rob Van Dam's girlfriend. Hey, that's it. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, to be fair, you look at her. She's ripped. Yeah, she's. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you seen some of her workout videos? The girl can friggin' go. She can run. She can lift. She's good. She's good. It's just the A's and the twerking. It's the A's and the twerking. And it's just like, all right, we know you got an ass, girl. Just friggin' use it. Get that ass to work. Not working like that, but get in the ring, you son of a gun. Yeah. But first, right. uh, Trey defeats Chris Bay and TJP to, click, to uh, kick off Impact this week and instantly gets a shot at Rohit's Rohit. X Division title. Unfortunately, Trey makes the mistake of running straight at Rohit at the bell and gets rolled up, and then the tights pulled. One of my favorite heels. I love me some Rohit Raju. You you could tell exactly what was going to happen. when The way Rohit was just hovering around the ring for the whole match, you just thought, yeah, this is going to be a squash. Yep. Ah. Shady, shady man. Here's the thing about that guy. He went from being a job guy. He went from being Hakeem Zayn in the Global Forge. Remember that? Yeah, I don't either. So he went from being Hakeem Zayn in the Global Forge. Then he went to being a part of the Daisy hit squad with numerous amounts of people and being a job guy. And now he's friggin' a heel, one of the top heels. He was like the joke, but then he was with Chris Bay. He used Chris Bay to get the exhibition Championship, and here we are right now. Rohit Raju, baby boo. Mm. You gotta wonder where it's gonna. I I'm still kind of baffled how people have fallen for his antics. Like Chris Bay putting him in the match, everybody was like, "He's obviously gonna turn on you." Yep. The Daisy. Can, can you not there. see through the this? Uh, so Chris Bay is kind of still owed a rematch, even though he had to fight for it this week and didn't get it. He he's still technically owed a rematch. Impact aren't doing that thing where we don't do any rematches anymore. I mean WWE. I mean we kind of forgot about that as well. Well, he's not the ultimate finesse right now. He's been getting finessed. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is unfortunate because Chris Bay is a shoo-in for breakout of the year for the Maxis, as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. I mean, you got, got, got I'm sorry, Travis. Oh, you're good. I was just agreeing. <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> I was going to say, when you look at a guy like Chris Bay coming out of Future Stars of Wrestling, wrestled on Ring Warriors against the likes of Austin Aries, dude's been all over the place, wrestled on 205 Live, wrestled on Ring of Honor, coming to Impact, signing with Impact, and doing the damn thing. Absolutely a, a, a star for Breakout Star of the Year at the Maxis. Yeah, my only complaint is they kind of did the typical thing with Chopper Frat matches where two guys are in the ring and the other guy's sleeping outside for a little bit waiting for his spot. Sometimes you just gotta nap it, man. Moses Marquez knows about nap. He fell asleep through. Ain't that right, Moses? If if you want the perfect example of a triple threat match, go to Vengeance 2003. Brock, Angle, Big Show. Yep. That was a hell of a triple threat match. That was very, very good. Was it Dazzy Dangerously? Good. It was good. 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 That's almighty talk. Match number two, Susie defeats Kimberly with the panic switch, showing more shades of Sue Young. I think she, she I, like for a split second, I thought they were gonna like black out the lights and she was gonna literally turn into Sue Young at the end of the match. Like as Kylie is invoking her number one contendership for Bound for Glory, we see Susie standing behind her, just twitching like a freaking 
zombie. Yep. I mean, well, she is the undead bride, you know. <laughs> it's slowly getting there. It's slowly getting there. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, really I'm glad they didn't pull the trigger too soon. I like slow builds. And yeah, I like me some aggressive Kylie Ray. It shows up with the theme song, as you know, one of my favorite theme songs. Ruthless! Wow! That was some ruthless out of Kylie Ray, man. Hell yeah. She wasn't smiley in that promo. Travis is not agreeing with this one. Hey, man. Hell, let it, no, Travis, hell, let no. it go. Let it I go. Can't, I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I, I fucking can't do it. Frozen that bitch, man. Let it go. I can't and I ain't gonna do it. Because that's how Travis talk over there in North Carolina. <laughs> Come on and raise up. Why aren't you gonna do it, Travis? Why why can't you let it go? I just hate her. <laughs> I, I hate her face. I hate everything about her. I hate if, her face, he said. I hate her face. She's like twelve years old. I hate <laughs> her face. If she was still <laughs> doing this exact same gimmick in AEW, would would you like the gimmick? Hell no. Okay then, so it's nothing. It's nothing. I, did, I didn't like her in AEW. <laughs> but you're so pissed that she left. In. <laughs> and then she get, went and did that, and it, I'm like, all right, you're, you're just a dumb cut. <laughs> whoa, whoa, borderline. C bomb dropped. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that that. Angle. Hey Mike, remember when? I mean, we, really feel. Remember when we used to do trivia every week, and you'd lose a point if you dropped the C bomb. Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> You know what that is? Travis is like that kid at recess who's 10 years old, and he sees the girl just swinging back and forth on the swing, just all happy. That would be Kylie Ray on the swing, and Travis just giving her a dirty look, gazing at her like, I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. That's Travis. <laughs> Ain't that right, Travis? Yep, you might. You know what? When Kylie Ray comes out, Travis is like the Miz girl. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> that yep. scowl That's on exactly. his face. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what else he's like? He's like those fans when Bo Dallas was the NXT champion. He would be those fans when he was like the delusional babyface, but he's really a heel, right? Yeah. So when Bo Dallas used to come to the ring, he would be those fans that would turn their back on Bo Dallas. He would turn his back on Kylie Ray if he was at a show that she was on. He would just turn her back as soon as the entrance would come out. Yeah, I got, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I got to give okay, a shout. I, I, would, I would definitely be more that person with her. But when you're talking about like the the Miz girl, yes. well, that's definitely me with Matt Riddle. I, uh, oh, that's just cruel. Oh, I got to give a shout out to Evan McCabe as well. Um, during an Impact taping in Manchester, Big Money Matt comes out. You know when he was doing the old "I'm better than everybody" gimmick. Oh, with Tyrus as his bodyguard. Yeah. Tyrus. So everybody's standing. Evan stands on his chair and turns his back on Matt. Cutting promo. <laughs> I got a love. <laughs> He's, he's just like, ah, fuck this shit. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, we then get a, a campaign for hashtag he for impact this week. And it, it features cameos, which is also a nice dig because, you know, WWE can't use cameo anymore. Um, we had the Hoff. We yep. had Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. We had Nancy Carrigan. And we, Mike, we had Chuck Norris. Fucking Dude, he Chuck, didn't even Norris. Like Chuck Norris. No, I had to. <laughs> I had to like go on Chuck Norris's cameo, and just like check. Is that really Chuck Norris? It is. Yeah, fucking Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. I won Hold that on tournament. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, dodgeball. You're missing the best <laughs> part of this. Hi, I'm Heath. I used to have a last name, but now it's locked up by some billionaire owns it. Yeah. Oh, uh, the dig at Vince McMahon. I like these little digs because 
WWE deserve them, let's be honest. Like, Max. it's okay if they don't overdo it and base their whole gimmick on anti-WWE, but, like, nice little digs like that, I can I can live with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I'm also wondering if any of these people actually know who Heath is. <laughs> like, I'm sure Hoff does. I'm, I think Hoff's uh, kind of a wrestling fan anyway. Somewhat. I don't Somewhere even know what Chuck Norris or Nancy Kerrigan does. Yeah. Hoffa's been on Raw, hasn't he? I think he yeah. was a guest host, yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Chuck way, Norris has been in the crowd at one point. Was like everybody and their mom was a guest host. And yes, like, like, like Bob, Steve-O a fucking guest host at one point. Oh, Bob Barker was. Yep. The greatest one ever was the Osbournes and Sharon had to remind Ozzy of what match he was making. Yes. <laughs> now, I, this, now, Travis will appreciate this. Now, when I saw Nancy Kerrigan, you know what the first thing I thought of was? When she was teaching Eric Matthews how to ice skate. Ain't that right, Trev? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yes. Uh, kind of a left-field segment, because it didn't really lead to anything this week, was Taya agreeing to help Rosemary deal with Havoc and Nevea in return for Rosemary helping Taya with Tasha and uh, Kiara. Um, but it was surprising for Rosemary because originally she thought she was going to have to help Taya first, and then Taya like, no, 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 I'll help you first. And then we get that match next week, which I cannot yeah. wait for. Um, I, did I miss something? I don't even know why Rosemary's feuding with Havoc and Nevaeh. Remember she beat her up last week, Havoc? Yeah, I, I remember that last week. I didn't know what they were fighting for then either. I don't even know anymore. It's just a natural hatred, man. When, when Father James Mitchell dies, man, there's still some unsettled business, I guess. Right. Somewhat. Okay. Kind of. I don't know. Um, another segment backstage. Brian Myers ain't happy. Flips the table, and gets scolded by Tommy Dreamer. Uh, very undistanced, by the way. He literally got in his face. You might wanna. Can I just say back up two meters, Tommy? Yes. Can I just say one thing? Fuck him up, Brian. <laughs> Fuck him up. Fuck him up. Kurt Hawkins, Prince of Queens, Brian Myers, Creative Pro. Love it. Come on, Brian. Can I just say something? Yes. Clean it up. Yes. You know, all right. I ain't even mad at that, but still, Brian Myers. I love Brian Myers. He's finally getting something. He's getting something than just being a Jay Brown. So I mean, come on it, now, man. The world's most professional wrestler. I love it. I love it. It was a weird ultimatum. It was like clean it up, and he was like, "I'll clean it up, on one condition. If I ever see you again, you walk the other way." Okay. Now clean it up. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm actually expecting a match between them next week. I don't doubt it, to be honest with you. And then Tommy will do the thing like he did. Here's what's funny about this. You know what's going to be funny about this? If Tommy Dreamer puts Brian Myers over, which he probably will, right? Yeah. You do realize that on the last edition of ECW on Sci-Fi that he was on before he left WWE, he put over Zack Ryder. Well, how about a coup that is, man? He puts over Zack Ryder. Now he's going to put over Brian Myers, a.k.a. So, Kurt Hawkins. Hell to the S. Was, was Tommy Dreamer... Um, like in charge of talent relations at one point in WWE, because I wasn't. Yes, in the mid- so that's what yes. Brian Myers was referring to when he said, "I'm your agent now that you were when you hired me." That is true. Yeah, he hired a lot of those guys. Nice. Um. Okay. Next match was supposed to be um, Dino against somebody, but EY decides, nah. Wait, wait, hold on. EY like attacks that? and shouts. Scott, what do you mean I wouldn't do it to you, Scott? 
What do you think I'm going to do to you, Scott? Scott? Eddie? Freaking just, I love it. Rich? This is you, Swan! You, Edwards! Ah! Just my gosh, man, it, it wasn't, funnily enough, until this week that it dawned on me, oh shit, yeah, Team Canada. They have history. <laughs> I forgot all about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Scott Demore tries to talk sense into EY and has to physically break up the fight. You know, instead of, like, threatening to strip him of the title, you know, because he'd be well within his rights to. Um, but, you know, he manages to talk him down instead and finally... Eddie Edwards uh, makes his return to fight off EY and gets a title match at Victory Road on October 3rd. On Impact Plus. On Impact Plus. So it's not... Well, it's on a Saturday, so it is It is a pay-per-view. Technically speaking. Technically It's not a special version of Impact. It is a separate show. With everybody yelling in that segment too, because I just did the yell there, but then he's freaking like, "My conscience is clear! My conscience is clear!" And then they freaking go to the back. Scott, I'm gonna take him out. He's mine. Well, shut up and just let me go take him out. I'm gonna take him out, Scott. Like, all right, why is everybody yelling? I think it's because I don't know why we're yelling. I feel like Brick from Anchorman. Jesus. I think it's because when you when you're in an arena and you got a crowd there and you shout, you can't hear what people are saying because it's so loud in there. So they're just thinking if we do that now with no crowd in an empty studio, it's gonna sound it's gonna look stupid. Oh my god, it just it makes me laugh, but I'm like, for god's sake, every week it gets louder and because louder. If they were just mouthing words at each other, people would be watching at home like, why Why can't I hear what they're saying? There's no. There's nobody there. So they got to shout for realism. But then Eric Young just takes it to the max, turns it fucking to 11. <laughs> Hold on. It's like Kiwi's fucking playhouse. Don't say the secret word. Later on, though, to finish the show, Eddie is attacked in the dark as he's leaving the building. Well, it wasn't really the, in the dark. The lights didn't go out or anything. The, the, the screen just went black and then came back on when he was on his back. Obviously, EY. Now, on to what we've already mentioned. Um, Rob Van Dam defeats Sammy Callahan. Katie Forbes then gets five minutes to do whatever she wants to Sammy. But Sammy ain't having none of that. Um, beautiful as it was. Sammy Callahan pile drives Katie Forbes. Not a sentence I thought I would say. Did you see your tweet? Did you see her tweet afterwards? No, I, I do not follow Casey Forbes. I'm sorry. She just wrote, I hate that Sammy Callahan, and it was marvelous. <laughs> it was a beautiful sight. Oh, just happy tonight. We're not walking in a winter wonderland. I just friggin' just walk her ass out of the ring. Good lord. Pile driving? Cactus special. Again, it's crazy how much it can change in a year. This time last year, yeah, we hated Sammy Callahan. Oh, I hated his guts. I hated him. And it. The thing with Tommy, I hated him. It wasn't just a gimmick. We thought, oh, he's a he's a horrible, slobbering mess. Yeah, the friggin' the bat to Eddie Edwards' eye, the whole nine, and then now we love him. Yeah, we love him with this actor. He's really become an anti-hero. 
Yeah, and he's friggin' amplified what he did in NXT as Solomon Crow. This is what the gimmick should have been, but then we got friggin' Solomon Crow in NXT. Oh, Solomon Crow sucked ass. It like was he, terrible. He came in with all this hype, and then I saw the gimmick because I, I I didn't know about Sammy Callahan before NXT. Um, and I saw the gimmick, and I thought people are losing their minds over this. This hey, sucks. I'm. It did, and that's why I preferred him on the Indies when him and Moxley were a team. Yeah. Uh, Switchblade Conspiracy, was it? Yep. It's a conspiracy. It's all that mind control, Dazzy Dangerously. <laughs> that mind control. And Impact ends this week with Jordan Grace versus Tennille Dashwood. Um, oh, God. Caleb while Caleb with a K, K photographs the match. Fucking Caleb with a K. Caleb Conley. <laughs> Conley also begins with a K, by the way. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, Tennille wins with a Moses. spotlight kick following a distraction from yep. Caleb with a K. Moses, bathwater running, Jordan Grace. Love me some Jordan Grace. Mm-hmm. How can you not? Yeah, <laughs> actually, I caught a little live stream of her and uh, uh, Jonathan Gresham just like hanging out. Yep. And I, I I wanted to ask a stupid question, be like, do you flavor that bathwater, or you know, <laughs> just, just wait till she's done? Like, you know what I mean? I gotta say something. You and Paul, and I'm me included on this. We are like John Cena when he's talking about loving that 280 pound woman on Howard Stern. We love us some BBWs. I was about to say, I was like, yeah, you sent me that thing. I was like, I always knew John liked the ladies on the bigger side. Hey, he was like, you know what? You know, they, it wasn't even like, hey, I'll go do it. It's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm gonna enjoy it. And he had sex like the whole nine, man. Two hundred eighty pounds of love and whole lot of. It was good times for John Cena. And he bagged it he up too. It. He bagged it up too, like Blackstreet. No diggity, no doubt. He bagged it up. Safe sex. Ain't nothing like it. Ah, a boy. He's a smart guy. That guy. Yes. No diseases. You uh, you mentioned asking Jordan about the the bathwater, and I instantly thought of Frazier when he accidentally revealed his bathwater recipe over the phone on the radio, and it was a jasmine, lavender, rose hips, and a little Tahitian vanilla. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I also can't do Frazier's voice apparently. Don't feel bad. Okay, I won't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> so the next round in the promo bowl is almost set. Here's what we do know. Uh, Moses faces Chris Maldonado on October 15th. The Phoenix takes on Chris Durham on October 22nd. And the winner of next week's second chance bout between Moses and Cypher will go one-on-one -on -one with Alexander Rowan on October 29th in the final match of the tournament. Then, of course, the three winners of those matches will all challenge the Demoness for the promo championship at Promo Series 5 Enemy Lines in the microphone standoff. Like a microphone standoff. So if I win both, what does that mean? If you win both, you get to select who else can take your second spot. So you can give oh, somebody cool. a second chance again. Second, second, second chance. Got it. Well, yeah, if, if, if you pick Cypher, it'll be a third chance. But anybody else has already been eliminated, yes, you can give them a second chance if you win both your matches to reach the final. 
Mm-hmm. That was going to be my follow-up. You gave it to someone who was already eliminated. Is that how that works? Yeah, and I just realized, actually, we, we, we've we never announced that, so that's an exclusive right now for you all. <laughs> Hold on, man. You just got to announce it at the last minute, man. Just going to be like, oh, by the way? Well, what kind of crap is that? It's man? not the last minute. I mean, the way. second round doesn't begin for another two or three weeks. All right, I'm just saying, man. You just want to put it well, on I'm the table. I'm just saying. Like I'm just here I'm to see my about... girl. All I'm just saying, baby. I'm trying to see my girl Mary. That's all I'm saying. I'm coming in here. I'm trying to see my girl Mary. Yo, Debo. Friggin' Tiny Lister. You're an enabler. They know what you want to do. They you know they know you want to give her drugs. I'm just trying to see my girl Mary. I'm just trying to come in. Why won't they let me in? Because you want to give her drugs. Drugs are bad. Okay. Drugs are bad. Oh my god, that edition of Celebrity Rehab when Mary Carey was on the damn show, and here comes... I didn't even know Tiny Lister, friggin' Zeus over here, Z-Gangsta, whatever the hell he was in WCW. I had no idea they were friends. Hey, Tiny, Tiny's tight with everybody. And he's also blind in one eye. Yes. The thing that he does so well is he puts a smile on everybody's face. You're show. We are going to steal the show. I guess it's time for a new order. Have you seen Max Wrestling? I will show you the light. We're talking about me. We're talking about the podcast machine. Your boy, Moses Marquez. Same day, new era. We are the best at this. Max Wrestling Podcast every single Thursday. Go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com for more information. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. Okay, so for Wednesday nights, um, I actually enjoyed last night's Wednesday night. I didn't really enjoy it last week because maybe I was just used to them being on separate nights, but it was pretty good last night. And I think I'm going to say, before we even begin, that the night belonged to Dynamite. Easy. Easy. Um, Dynamite kicks off with the in-ring debut in AEW of Miro. Looking jacked as a motherfucker. X. Like, uh, he had he had Corona as well, didn't he? Like a couple weeks ago, months ago. Correct. Yep. Man, he's come back mm-hmm. from it. Well, I mean, he was already probably like just getting bigger and bigger and bigger the day he left um, WWE. But yeah, like, yeah, way to stay healthy after <laughs> getting sick. And we can't even say it's you know from a healthy bedroom life because Lana's off traveling with Raw doing stupid shit getting put through tables every week mm-hmm. which is great yeah, I, I'm down with that yeah he's also not being forced to do fucking tiktoks boy. sorry Travis man. even though he is doing them though is he ah me bro is it at a foursome is he, do- he, he has done several with her is he, is he, he hasn't got his own though has he not to my knowledge, but okay. it wouldn't surprise me if he did. <laughs> no, no, he's also been just he's also been um, game streaming. So I don't know where the hell he's got that physique from. Because I spend a lot of time in a chair as well, and I ain't got a physique like that. 
Mm-mm. Work your ass off and then spend eight hours in the chair just fucking playing games, I guess. Yeah. Must <laughs> uh, be nice. Hey, dude, if I had to fucking hang out at home all day long and no kids and the the means to do what he do, I might try to be that big too. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't even weird seeing Miro not wrestling barefoot. Like his gear was cool. So Miro and Kip. Eh, I didn't like the shorts. Eh. It looked weird to me. I mean, it could have been worse. He could have been in fucking a skirt or a singlet. Facts. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> Miro and Kip defeat Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. And it, again, it dawned on me like halfway through the match that Kip and Janela obviously have history with Penelope Ford. I digress. Mm-hmm. Miro looked great, though. Just fucking uh, He looked fine. I did not. I did. I was not like thoroughly impressed. It was. It was a little on the slow side for me. It felt like he was like kind of still WWE mode, but nowhere near to the extent of uh, Cardona. Well, yeah. No, normally, well, I can agree with that. Normally, I complain that Dynamite always kicks off with a tag team match. Um, but I wasn't really tuned out of this one. Maybe it was just because it was Miro's in-ring debut, possibly. But yeah. Probably. Good start. Um, meanwhile, in NXT, we kick off with the Battle Royal to decide who's going to challenge Io Shirai. Um, did anybody see Predict Candice winning? Nope. But I saw the whole thing, and like, way to try to make like two monsters out of Rhea and, and uh, 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 fucking Giant Gonzalez's daughter over there, Raquel. <laughs> but like they both get eliminated, and I'm like, okay, so it's not them. Fucking well, Shotzi are, and then like once you do the process of elimination, it was kind of like, okay, so I guess they're gonna give Candice the shot. I mean, last week they only like... really did promos for Candice and Tegan. And Tegan. So I kind of figured it was gonna come down to those two. You know what's interesting about that too is the reason why I like EO and Candice is because of their history. The last time they did this view, Candice was the face, EO was the heel. Now it's a role reversal. EO is the face and Candice is the heel. Mm-hmm. And actually wouldn't be surprised if Candice wins. Me either, but I mean, also, well, yeah, then you can bring the Candice Tegan Knox feud in there for the title. Yeah, just just, uh, just please leave EO in NXT. Yes, do not mm-hmm. bring her to the main roster. Leave her alone. Um, before Dynamite kicked off, we found out Lance Archer has unfortunately tested positive for COVID, so they had to uh-huh. cancel the six-man tag. Um, but on the bright side, we ended up with Eddie Kingston getting his shot at Mox. And they also were very undistant in their little face-off in this promo. But we'll <laughs> get to the match. Um, to nobody's surprise either, Champa defeats Jake Atlas, just... I, pointless, I thought. Just molly yeah. whopping poor Jake molly Atlas. Molly whop, motherfucker. Molly whopping Jake Atlas. And I like Jake Atlas. I think he's very talented. Before Jake Atlas had to take the beaten from Champa. Yeah, and yeah, everybody saw that coming. Now, I think I've missed something in NXT as well because the, t- the next tag match was just seems so random. So. <laughs> Uh, yep. Danny Burch and Roddy Strong versus Raul Mendoza oh, and David Oh, God. I, 
damn it, I was I was really afraid you did that you caught this part because I wanted to know like how confusing this whole thing was for a man of you know the UK status. Uh, so I have to bring this up. So they so they go they come back from commercial, and it's fucking it, it's the it's the whole most hilarious detective I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, fucking uh, not Breezango, Fandango, and he's got like this whole board, and he's like, "That's it, I got it." And the idea is is each guy uh, from the four tag teams that apparently are only in NXT, one of them, one each of one guy from each team will will. I guess two dudes team up with each other. So it was uh, Raul Mendoza and uh, what's his face? Huh? Oh, yeah. Why do they go? Joaquin and uh, I don't know. It was, but, he, but the way he explained it, like, because William Ringo was over there and he was just like, what? He's like really confused how he explained it. And so William Ringo looks at Danny Birch and Danny Birch said some stuff. And Riggle's like, okay, all right, yeah, it's all right. Cheerio, see you later. And just fucking like walks away, like, what the fuck? Why am I back here? Cheerio. He's just like, okay, yeah, right, all right, cheerio. He's like, you got, you have to watch it because I need to know if uh, from this crazy American, if it was hard for another British man to, uh, to understand. I mean, Birch got it, or not? Was yeah, Birch got it, no problem. He's like, yeah, no. no. <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. I, think I, I died. That part, just maybe. Like, I, it was just like I. I think maybe I was paying too much attention to Dynamite, and then I looked over at NXT, and there was just a t- this random ass tag match going on between four people that have never tagged before. Yeah, interesting little segue. Ah, but I guess the idea was is uh, and I totally already space. Whoever won that match, their two tag teams are going to go against each other, and the winner of that is going to take on uh, Fandango or Breezango at Takeover. Oh yeah, I caught the ending. <laughs> But like, I didn't even know no, who... You gotta catch that segment, though. It was that confusing. I didn't know who was on whose team at first until they made a tag. I was like, okay, so it was... Is Strong with... I, no, no, he's tagged him in. Okay. So he must be teaming with him. Yeah, just random. Um, over on Dynamite, Hangman takes on Evil Uno. Midway through the match, Uno sends Dark Order to the back and pretty much instantly gets hit with a buckshot. Lesson, lesson being, it. don't send your team to the back. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a heel, because, yeah, you know, guy. they're probably going to help you. Because, you know, heels actually have friends, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, and also, apparently, heels fight heels. And then beat up the baby faces yeah. afterwards. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't make all the sense in the world, just some. Um, another kind of, well, actually, this one wasn't quick, but uh, Priest just beats up Austin Theory <laughs> for about 15, yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah, this one was, like, long and kind of dragged out, and, I, I, like, I really was thinking Austin Theory was just going to get beat on for, like, 20 minutes, and he surprisingly got somewhat of a comeback. And I kind of like yeah. Austin Theory's matches being long because he just gets his ass kicked for 20 minutes. <laughs> True. I'm okay. <laughs> um, Matt Jackson, I'm kind of getting a well. I think everybody is actually getting heel vibes from the young box. Matt Jackson apologized for their actions last week, but then he, of course, he smashes Tony Schiavone's phone and throws some money at him for it. 
I mean, at least he paid for it. It was nice enough to give this guy a little bit of cash for yeah. his piece of crap. Huh? He just can't remember anybody's name, especially when he kicks him in the face. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I only I only just about remember Alex Marvez's name, and then I, I don't remember the referee's name. Sorry, ref. Yeah. Yep. You're not important, bub. Um, but yeah, we've been talking for months about members of the elite turning heel. We thought it was going to be Kenny. Then we thought it was going to be Hangman. And uh, now it, it clearly seems to be the Bucks. Um, I'm not exactly sure what's going on with Hangman and Kenny because they both kind of seem to be still baby faces. And Kenny is, even though they're not attacking him anymore, he's commentating on all of Hangman's matches. Yeah, I was going to say that's a little weird for me, but I mean, I guess it's his way of, I don't know. I, I have no idea. It's like, it's like Fatal Attraction. I don't hate it, though. Kenny's playing Glenn Close. Yeah, that's actually a good way to put it. But like I said, I don't hate the whole thing. I kind of like it. Yeah, it's, they're not it's a just team, weird. but he's like stalking him. Yeah, but then he's gonna like wait for the right time, and then bam. There's no interaction between them. It's like Hangman's not aware that Kenny's there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, speaking of getting ass kicked, Ridge Holland mm-hmm. squashes a person. I love yeah. Ridge Holland. <laughs> I love Ridge Holland and that theme song because we can't stop running. Mm-hmm. Love that. Another one besides Ruthless on Impact. I love and we can't stop running. Mm-hmm. You got to see him on NXT UK. The dude's a beast. The dude is a beast. He's good. He's good. Yeah, it was nice as well this week. They they kind of showed a couple of clips of him on the field just smashing into people. Former rugby player, man. Yeah. I mean, you know what else does? What? And he can't stop running. <laughs> Just that. Gotta love it. <laughs> um, do you know what? There was more to talk about on Dynamite because NXT was just kind of match after match after match, which, you know, isn't a bad thing. But for a weekly show, you kind of want storylines and. It doesn't really feel like there's many storylines going in NXT apart from just everybody getting their ass kicked. Uh, especially mm-hmm. if you've been accused of something. I digress. Fuck <laughs> 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 AT, the theory, all day. Fucking all day getting that ass whooped. Austin Theory, booyah. Yeah, well, we forgot to mention as well um, Gargano attacked Priest after their ma- after Priest's match against Theory. Uh, so I'm guessing that takeover we're getting Gargano and Priest for the North yeah, American Championship. So that again plays into uh, Candice challenging EO. What if they both walk away with championships at Takeover? Well, that's a great. Well, that's a great card so far that they got because not only do we have Candice and EO, we have Gargano and Priest, and now we have Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly yes. getting his push, man. Hell yes, loving it. Former ROH champion. Guy deserves a shot. One of the better ROH champions, in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And he, mm-hmm. he's just looking like a boss right now. I need to see him versus Thatcher ASAP. Just like one-on-one in the fight pit. Make it happen. Yeah. Please. Um, for Oh, there was also a strange vignette for TakeOver. Uh, I, I, I got the vibes that the SmackDown hacker was coming back to NXT this time. 
because it, it was I just, just feel like it's going to be a former NXT champion. Somebody was rumored it was going was to be Bobby Roode. That would be a good idea. Uh, that's a strange gimmick for him now. Because it was very much He's like Big Brother's watching you. I don't know if Bobby Roode could be a hacker. Yeah. He's he's already glorious. He could be the glorious hacker. <laughs> yeah, but he's Canadian. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking... Um, over on Dynamite. I, mean, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed. I wouldn't be opposed to Bobby Roode going back to NXT though. Me either. Oh yeah, he's because a former NXT Why the hell not? Main rosters are just terrible. Terrible. You treat him like an That's asshole. Like an asshole. Um, over on Dynamite, Orange Cassidy got a shot at the TNT Championship and kind of got Captain. ragdolled for most of the match. But he was going to try, though. He was going to try. I mean, he did oh. also put his shades on Anna Jay. Much to her confusion. That was cool. <laughs> Brody Lee's like, how dare you? And he just walks over there and takes him off like no big deal. How dare dare you she only wears Ray-Bans right you fucker um yeah so he pretty much ragged all orange for the most of the match and then just finally you know put him out of his misery only for the big return of Cody oh boy um, back in black back in black with yeah the the emo hair <laughs> why are you dyeing your hair black because you can't tell me what to do and also, well, I, that was what he used to have. He used to have the black hair when he was dashing Cody Rose, and when he first came in, he had the black hair. Yeah, but you could tell it's very recently been dyed. No, of course. Of uh, course. And I, I, I'm not criticizing because I went through the same phase like 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I was... The guy still looked like a million bucks. Though. Oh, yeah, yeah. He looked great. Um, it's like when Dolph Ziggler like friggin dyed his hair like what was it like 10 years ago like you were mentioning too like around your time friggin 10 years ago remember when Dolph Ziggler dyed his hair black for like a week but then they said no put it back to blonde because you're looking like Evan Bourne yeah mm-hmm. um, I'm sure Phoenix yes. is going to take some issues with Cody's return as well because he kind of had the rising from the ashes thing on the Tron uh, it, ah! it was cool though it was great and then Cody let's, just takes let's, out let's not downplay the best part of Cody's return with the pyro. Oh, yeah, of course. Pyro. Pyro rules. Uh, and then, of course, just takes out number five and John Silver. I don't know what the hell happened to Brody Lee. I mean, he was in the ring when Cody came onto the stage, and then he just, poof, thin air vanished. I'm guessing. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't expect Brody to hightail it. To the back. Oh, shit, Cody's here. Run. Yeah, and then he cuts an angry promo backstage. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was pissed. Um, and he challenged Cody to a dog collar match next week. Yeah. That, uh, that promo, though, was the first time I've actually really enjoyed Brody Lee in AEW. Yeah, that was a great promo. Um, you, you just yeah. know Cody's going to cut a fire some promo next week, though. Oh, God, I can't wait. It's been a while. It's been too long since yeah, Cody could have fired some promo. Um, oh, you're going to love this next segment. Matt Hardy, clearly still injured. Why are you in work? No. <laughs> um, no, a company. this guy. <laughs> a com- I'm so over Matt Hardy. It's, it, 
Why why are you why are you working? I mean, it's his birthday as well. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing here, dude? You're obviously hurt. You can't walk. I'm sure your fucking brain's still probably all scrambled. I know mine would be. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go home. Ugh. Um, come back. I digress. He's joined by a private party. Uh, he's probably having a private party after the show as well for his birthday with plenty of white claws and burgers. Courtesy of Tony Khan. He claims Jericho is his prime suspect for attacking him last week. Why? Because Jericho is now walking around with a baseball bat. Makes sense. Um, Isaiah Cassidy has... He always has that goddamn bat. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Isaiah Cassidy challenges Jericho to a match next week, and I've just noticed on my notes I spelt it Cadacy. Nice. <laughs> I'm, I, obviously, I was rushing because I was trying to write notes for two shows at the same time. <laughs> Trust me, it ain't easy. It ain't easy. Pimping ain't easy. That's right. Uh, just, you know what? We've, we've, we've already finished NXT, and we've still got a few things to talk about from Dynamite. That's how much more happened on Dynamite. <laughs> uh, FTR will also be in action next week as they defend... Well, is it next week? No, they didn't say, actually. They... They did say they defend the titles against SCU with a 20-minute time limit, but they're going to make them wait for it. I'm pretty sure they did say next week. Is it confirmed for next week? Okay. I think so. But yeah, it was, so. it was just weird. They came up, they said world title matches have 60-minute time limits. Well, the one on Dynamite had TV time remaining. <laughs> anyway... Um, so yeah, I just thought all matches had 20 minute time limits, all TV time remaining. Unless it was like a pay-per-view. Um, there was plenty of selling from Ivelisse this week as she and Diamante faced Rosa and Sheeta. I guess. That's right, because she remembers her tweet that you must sell. Yeah. It was like, you were saying, you were saying. off into space. <laughs> That was awful. She's like, I wouldn't say nothing. I, I was selling the whole time. You saw nothing. <laughs> right? You saw nothing. Um, well, I saw it all, Lee. Yeah. Where, where are we going now? Because the champions seem to be friends now. Right? I mean, like, unless you guys plan to have a fucking women's tag division, these ladies together should be fighting each other. I mean, obviously, they respect that. They're both champions of their respective women's divisions, and they had a great match against each other, but... Okay. Um, I would love to see four... I would love to see those four go at it in a fatal four for the title. Yes. Or both titles. Like a two-fall match. Yeah. I'd like that. Um... Another strange interaction between Jericho and MJF. Not sure where they're going with that one either. It's like they don't like each other, but they're blowing smoke up each other's ass. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they, I don't understand that. They have a great dynamic, though. They work very well together, and also in perfect sync. You call me a loser. I a million people saw you call me a loser. Uh, and then, of course, the main event was Kingston versus Mox. And it was kind of surprising because early on, uh, Eddie kind of dominated Mox. 
until he hurt his hand. Uh, which seemed to be legit because he really did seem to be in a lot of pain and he was shaking it a lot. So hopefully it's nothing serious. Um, but Mox comes back and they both just beat the shit out of each other's chests. Yeah, they do. Yeah. This was a fucking brawl. It, yeah. And they they both seemed like they were in a lot of pain for most of the match. Well, yeah, every time I turn around, fucking Cajun is selling his back or he's selling his knee. And, he's, and I'm just like, okay, bro, you're very, very good at that. I'm afraid you're hurt. Can you tone <laughs> it down a little bit? I must have had a very serious meeting last week after the show about selling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody's not, somebody doesn't believe we're selling. Sell it. Sell it more. <laughs> now, we're not naming any names. Evil sat at the front looking pissed off. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you could just, just see Matt and Nick Jackson sneeze. <laughs> Evil oh, I'm sorry. Did anybody else sneeze? <laughs> um, yeah, and then Mox just quickly chose. Or you know what? They probably yelled Marvez. Marvez didn't sell our super kick. I am very excited. I was very happy to see uh, Kingston get a title shot, though. I did love how they actually played off the storyline that he never got eliminated from the Battle Royal. So it's like, he's like, this is why I'm getting my title shot. Yeah, makes sense. Well, sure. It's a good reason. Way to have logic in your wrestling. I like it. Yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, so it ends in a submission. Well, a choke out. Um then it just turns into chaos as Lucha Brothers attack. Max Wilhops comes out and begins to clean house, but just eats a double super kick. Uh, Darby Allen tries to get involved, but he's quickly speared by Ricky Starks. And then, yeah, the heels stand tall. Uh, I'm kind of liking this new group that Eddie is kind of leading. It's Brotherhood. Yeah, I'm wondering I'm if he's filling in for Pac, because Pac was obviously in the death triangle thing before he got stuck. Yeah, they were, sp- they were supposed yeah. to uh, be managed by Excalibur, but then COVID hit, and then everything just went to shit after that. And then, and then of course, you know, Excalibur said shit 20 years ago that somebody got butthurt about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Assholes. Don't we just love that? Fucking asshole. I was really looking forward to that, like, faction. I was really looking forward to see how Excalibur would go, like, heal with it. And I was really looking forward to all that. And then it just went to shit, just like the rest of 2020. Yeah, and then 2020 happened. (laughs) Basically, don't plan anything in 2020. Damn you, 2020! And that is Dynamite. Um, well, we didn't really get into the Battle Royal, but I think um, Bronson Reed looked really strong holding the ring for a while. And then he just kind of yeah. lost track of people. There was too many people. Yeah, it just... You know what? It actually... It was a Battle Royal. It went downhill for Reed when Cameron Grimes entered. That's right, goddamn Cap Grimes. Straight to the moon. No, uh, one thing that I did miss is the NXT title match next week or TakeOver? Uh, TakeOver. Oh, okay. So pretty much in another couple weeks, October 4th. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, about, it's about a week and a half. 
Yep, week and a half, excuse me. And it'll be in the Thunderdome. Oh, really? I believe so. I believe that's what I kept hearing. Ooh, okay. Because like oh, we yeah, said last week... to have it in the Thunderdome. We said last week that I'm enjoying seeing NXT back in full sale. And you're like, yeah, it would be kind of interesting to see them in the Thunderdome, though. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it nice. goes. Let's see how it goes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fall asleep for that one. The, uh, well, that's well, selling points. Strong nearly well, fell asleep. There was a nice uh, freeway submission spot where Strong had an ankle lock on yes. Grimes, and then Thratcher just uh, Thratcher, Thratcher just put Strong in a sleeper. <laughs> Thratcher. <laughs> well, it, it looks like for, well, it looks like for NXT Takeover Thirty One, it is going to be a full sale. Oh, okay. So new Thunderdome. Oh. oh. All right, well, then I, w- I still won't fall asleep. All right. Even though I've been invited to SmackDown, and I might do it just to fall asleep. <laughs> well, here's where you're definitely not going to fall asleep, because we are eight weeks away from the next Max Racing special, which is Promo Series 5, Anime Lines, on November 19th. Uh, Promo Series, as you may know, is the home of the traditional winner stays on gauntlet for the Knowledge Championship. This year, the Phoenix has three challengers. The first is yet to be confirmed, but it will then go to the Demoness before finishing with El Jefe Moses Marquez. Uh, we're hoping to get the ultimate Undertaker showdown between Phoenix and Alex Dorio, but uh, it, it is yet to be confirmed. Moses is also, Open. hopefully, hopefully. Moses is also in promo action as he picks up the mic in a promo duel against the shape. We know both can pump out gimmicks like nobody's business, so it should be a showcase. Facts. In another promo exhibition, it is former WSU Spirit and Tag Team Champion Brittany Savage taking on the podcast machine and current Mr. Iron Bank Michael Larkin. Oh, but she's a savage. I cannot wait, man. Pop culture. Seriousness, savagery. Pretty uh, savage was just on Ella J's a wrestling gal podcast. Talk about if I want to go serious, she's gonna take that. Uh, she's gonna go down that road with me, which I look forward to going down that road with Britney Savage as well. And also, Daz, we just did some badass build-up promos for our build at promo series. I think a lot of people are gonna like. So you're gonna get some promos before the promos. It's a good time. I can't wait for promo series. Yeah. And your main event, for the first time since Promo Slam 4, a multiple-person bout for the Promo Championship as the Demoness defends against the three finalists of the Promo Bowl. They could be Moses, Chris Maldonado, The Phoenix, Chris Durham, Alexander Rowan, or Cypher. Or, of course, as we said, if Moses wins both his next matches, then he could pick somebody else for a second chance. And the predictions title will Start also be... Start buttering me up, because that's what will be the place. ...on the line... For Survivor Series, there will be no NXT TakeOver that weekend because we're having it next weekend. Um, so it's Survivor Series only for the predictions title next hey. special. For more information, hey. <laughs> go to com. It's time for some real cowboy shit. Mm-hmm. And the bell is rung and it's time for us to bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook and Max Wrestling UK on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Uh, actually, it's just youtube.com slash maxwrestling on YouTube. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. CastBizzard!
Lee. Lee. <laughs> and of course, as always, thank you to Andre Corbeil because you can also find us on his channel, Wrestling with Wrestling, on YouTube. You can find me at the Captain Five One Two. You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA ninety two. And Twitch no longer makes you dickage, so don't be a wanker and check out Smart Mart Radio on Anchor. Hey, all right, I love it. That's right, SMR Podnet everywhere possible, including all the fine places where you can find your Max Wrestling, including Andre Corbio's Wrestling with the Wrestling, soon to be on Amazon Music as well. That whole thing's going in. Um, everything's been a little bit on hiatus at the moment. Football is life. I stated it last week. It really does take over. Um, but don't trip. We actually, I took a day off of work. I kind of forced Paul to do some work. We're going to drop a double episode of Retro uh, on Monday and then immediately go to a pay-per-view because apparently that's everybody's favorite thing is these pay-per-views. So we're going to immediately go into a pay-per-view, which I believe is going to be Fall Brawl, WCW's Fall Brawl. So that ought to be fun. Uh, AEW NXT reviews at the moment are going to be completely and totally ignored for one thing and one thing only, and that is I'm bringing back some new Japan reviews. So we're do I'm doing the G1. We're going to do night full night one. A and B block should be dropping this weekend, probably Saturday, if not Sunday. And then I think night two just started last night. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And Mike, who you been talking to? Time consuming. Well, before I do the social medias, um, I got to say this because of my two buddies over here, Moses and Travis, who are fellow co-hosts on the Max Wrestling Podcast. As I've stated with the Moisms, like keep it funky, don't trip, potato chip, bro, and so many others. I've actually yeah, funky found like a monkey. Travis. Funky like a monkey. I've actually found some Travisms for Travis the Walker Anderson, my broski from North Carolina. Come on and raise up. So what I also have found is bowed up. Come on and raise up. So what I found is bowed up is an ism all in itself. But I've also found some key words that Travis does like. For instance, the first one and my two top favorites. What the hell is that? Another one would be fucker. And then hell yeah. And then the fourth one would be whoop de fucking do. So that's all I got for Travis right now. So I both got you on. Fucker. Fucker. So anyway, I digress. You guys can check me out, SM Show 1 or MCL92 on the Twitter machine. Check me out on LaundryFC.com, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. Check it out on WrestlingWithWrestling.com. Latest episode is up with newcomer Brooke the Guillotine Gilly, who made her debut at LFC 30 at Sturgis, Born to be Wild, which everybody can check out right now on the VIP section of LaundryFC.com. Got a lot more shows to come. Of course, SoundCloud.com slash MCLarkin92. The whole nine, man. StephenMikeShow.com. And also, you can check me out with Dazzy Dangerously doing the Netflix podcast. Booyah. Yes, episode two yeah. coming your way very soon. Uh, and when I said Funky Monkey, of course, I got that from Dusty Rhodes. Maybe them stippers went by my DVD. Oh, you got some money in that fanny pack. Yes. Next <laughs> Next week, the promo bowl returns with the last match of the first round. We now know it will be Cypher getting his second chance against Moses, and the winner goes on to face Alexander Rowan in a month's time on October 29th. We'll also be looking at the fallout of Clash of Champions, plus predictions again for NXT TakeOver 31. And that, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye, mwah, and good night. Finger popping each other's assholes. Better bring that A game, Cypher, because we're hitting it hard.
That's what she said. Assholes. 